Hello and welcome to 30-Minute Motorcycling, a podcast for new, aspiring and returning riders where you'll learn about motorcycles and other two-wheelers in less than 30 minutes. If you've read the MSF Basic Rider Course Handbook, or if you've watched a lot of motorcycle-related videos on YouTube, you may have encountered the acronym T-Clocks. That's T-C-L-O-C-S, and it stands for Tires, Wheels and Brakes, Controls, Lights and Mirrors, Oil and Fluids, Chassis and Stands. Okay, so now you know how to spell it and what it stands for. But what is a T-Clocks exactly? Essentially, it's a pre-ride mechanical inspection that you should do before each and every ride. But don't worry, you don't have to be a qualified motorcycle mechanic. It should only take about a minute or two. Let's begin with T for tires, wheels and brakes. Since your tires are what keep you on the road, ensuring that they're in good condition is vital. Check your tires for any abnormal wear or for any visible cracks or dry rot in the sidewall. If you do see any dry rot, make sure you replace the tire before you ride. If you ride on a tire with dry rot, you run the risk of a tire blowout. Once you've determined that your tires are fine, check the tire pressure. All you have to do is slide a pressure gauge over each tire's filling knob. Then verify that the gauge's reading corresponds with the recommended figure in your owner's manual. Underinflated tires could cause anything from increased tire wear to increased risk of wobbling. On the other extreme end of the spectrum, if your tires are overinflated, you're in for an uncomfortable and stiff ride. Check the tire tread depth with a tread depth gauge. The legal tread requirement may vary depending on the country you're in, but as a general recommendation, you should have at least 3mm of tread depth. Once you've verified that your tires are inflated properly and that you have enough tread depth, check that there aren't any kind of items like screws, stones or any other kind of sharp objects lodged in your tires. After you've inspected the tires, move on to the wheels. Regardless of what kind of wheels your motorcycle has, you should ensure that they have no cracks in them. Also, if your bike has spoked wheels, inspect for dull spokes by giving each one a light tap with a spanner. If you hear a ding sound, then the spoke is fine. If you don't, the spoke needs to be tightened. Finally, check your wheel bearings. You can do this by grabbing the top and the bottom part of the tire and flexing them together. If you hear a clicking sound when you do this, your wheel bearings are broken and must be replaced. With the tires and wheels inspected, it's time to check your brakes. In addition to checking your brake pads and discs for cracks, you also want to check your front and rear brakes, both independently and together. Both the front brake lever and the rear brake pedal should feel firm as you apply them. If they feel spongy, you might need to check your brake fluid reservoir. Let's move on to C, as in C for controls. As most of them are found on your handlebars, start by making sure that the motorcycle's handlebars are straight and sturdy. Then, check your steering head bearings by turning the handlebars to the left and to the right. When you do this, there should be no resistance. Next, toggle the engine cutout switch to off. The engine should shut off at once. With the engine still switched off, check that the throttle handle spring works by pulling it towards you and then releasing it. If all's well and good, the throttle handle should spring back to its original position without any issue. If, on the other hand, the throttle doesn't spring back or it springs back very slowly, it might be an indication of a sticky throttle. If this is the case, whatever you do, don't ride your motorcycle in this condition. Have it towed to a mechanic immediately. Let's move on to L, as in L for lights and mirrors. Check that the main headlight has no cracks and that the full and low beams come on without any issues. 
You also want to check that the indicator lights and the brake light come on by using the turn signals and by applying the brakes, respectively. But there's more to the lights than just your headlights and your indicator lights. There's also the battery. Check that the battery terminals are clean. Next, check the wiring for chafing or missing insulation. As for your mirrors, make sure that they are clean, free from cracks, and fastened and aimed properly. Next we have O for oil and fluids. Check that the oil level is topped up. Depending on the motorcycle you have, this is either done with a dipstick or a sight glass on the side. If your motorcycle has a sight glass on it, it's crucial that the bike is in an upright position before you check the oil level. If it's leaning to the side when you do this, you might get an incorrect reading. Oh, and while you're checking the oil level anyway, verify that the oil isn't sludgy. If that's the case, it will have a slightly brownish shade to it. Once that's done, do the same level checks for your coolant, your brake fluid, your transmission fluid, your fuel, and your hydraulic fluid. If you have an electric motorcycle on the other hand, all you have to do is check that the battery is sufficiently charged. Now we get to the second C in T-clocks, i.e. chassis. With the chassis, check that there are no missing bolts or screws from the motorcycle's frame. If your motorcycle is chain drive, you also want to check that the chain is lubricated and that it has enough chain slack. Typically this is between 20 to 35 millimeters. Check your owner's manual for more information. If your motorcycle is belt drive, check that the belt is tight and in good condition. Finally, compress the front and rear suspension. The suspension travel should feel smooth. Finally, we have S, as in S for stands. Check that your kickstand springs into place and that it supports the bike's weight. And while you're at it, verify that the kickstand doesn't have any cracks or abnormal bends. Do the same checks for your center stand if your bike has one. So there you have it, that's how you do a T-Clocks inspection. But perhaps you felt that it was a little bit too much to take in. If that's the case, don't worry. To make sure that you ace your next pre-ride inspection, I've got an interactive T-Clocks checklist that you can keep on your smartphone wherever you go. You can download this checklist by clicking on the link in the show notes or by visiting dualwheeljourney.com. And that now concludes the second episode of the 30-Minute Motorcycling Podcast. If you enjoyed listening and you learned something new, remember to leave a review and share this episode. Until next time, keep your helmet on and your eyes on the road. Bye!